Talk to me now. You better speak loud and clear. Oh, where would you be if I what I am? American hearts are in. Don't you want to know why you're living in all your glory? <laughs> Somebody want to hang with me in the dory. That was the sequel to that movie with the fish in it. Hey, yo, Danny Jewish is in the building and I see ya. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the newest episode of Jukebox 2. Yeah, I'm back, baby. I'm back and I'm better. <clears throat> now that we've gotten the tomfoolery out of the way, I want to welcome you back to Jukebox 2, your favorite music podcast. That name will change eventually. Just letting y'all know. We're not going to get too attached to that. we got to have something that sticks better. And once we have it, it's changing. But for now, the Brandon Works is bringing in all the old folks. I want to say hey to everybody here. Judea, appreciate you coming through. Public Enemy B, appreciate you being here, saying what's up to everybody in the chat. I'm going to start today's podcast by asking people uh, at any time in the chat, if you're here watching live, if you want to leave a question or a comment in the chat live, I'm going to get to it at the end of the show when we do Q&A. So if you have a question, if any questions come up, if there's anything that you want to ask me, it doesn't have to be related to the music that we're talking about. Um, I, I just want to talk to y'all, honestly, but... Uh, if you have anything you want to say or ask, throw it in the chat. I will be reading that um, periodically throughout the episode. Today's episode of Jukebox 2 has been delayed twice, just like the album that I'm talking about. <laughs> episode 4. This episode uh, and this album that I'm talking about today, Earth Gang's Ghetto Gods, is, is extremely special in a lot of ways that I'm going to get into Uh in today's episode, I've been very excited to come back to y'all and talk to you about it because uh, this album, I think, will be the proving ground for if I can do what I want to do with this podcast and just with my brand in general successfully. Um, I don't have anything written down. I have a general flow of where I want to go with it, but like I'm speaking from the heart. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be an amazing episode. If you're if you're a fan of Earth Gang, you'll definitely enjoy it. If you've never heard of them and you just want to hear my opinion on an album, I think uh, you have a good time there for sure. Um, we're going to get in depth on this album. Or I'm going to get in depth about this in a way that I don't think I've ever been <laughs> being honest, uh, talking about an album. And, and y'all know I can I can talk for a long time um, about about music, especially if I got people with me. That's why I'm doing this one as another solo review. Because God help me, if I had anybody else on here talking with me to bounce off of, thought about bringing Young Soul Brother in. But I just I just know, I'm just like, that's going to cause problems. We're never going to end this. This is going to be a three-hour show. And I'm really, I, I know some of y'all out there is like, three hours? I don't want to talk about one thing for three hours every week. That's just not me. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to brainwash y'all in the, in the you know, uh, doing and taking things you shouldn't be doing. I just want to talk to you about music. That's really it. And I want to 
share share good stories from the heart. And I think today's episode, be getting back around to the topic at hand, ghetto gods is going to be proof on whether or not I can do it. Um, because again, this album is, is special to me for a lot of different reasons. So uh, sit back, relax. We're going to get into that. Before we get into today's main topic, I want to also tell you that on the back end, before we get to Q&A, I have a main topic after the album discussion. We're going to talk about uh, Donald Glover's uh, self-interview. I read it in VR on my Oculus, um, which is part of the reason why I haven't been here the last two weeks. I've just been bullshitting around and um, feeling tired from his personal things. But I've been playing around with that Oculus. I know Facebook is evil. I know Mark Zuckerberg is the devil. All the other good stuff. The tech, though, hey, look, playing Fruit Ninja in VR, playing Beat Saber in VR. Oh, my God. I really want to stream it. But like Fruit Saber, Fruit Saber, Fruit Ninja would make y'all sick. If I if I streamed it on Twitch, y'all would be sick looking at it, by the way, for those that don't know. Um, for those that may be coming here for the first time. My name is Jay Burritos. I should probably introduce myself before I go on a long winded rant about nothing. <laughs> My name is Jay Burritos. I'm the former master of millennial music. There are people in this uh, audience that know me from the old podcast that I used to do, Jukebox One, a.k.a. Runaway Jukebox, RJB Forever. Um, there are lots of people in the audience that know me from my Twitch uh, exploits, whether it's through Dumb Links or whether it's through my own personal channel, Jay Burritos. I don't have a schedule right now because uh, I got a full-time job and I'm trying to like hustle to get a lot of different stuff done, which is another reason why I'm glad to come back to y'all because this is very high on my priority list is coming up with this content. And um, just having a good time with y'all just having a good time talking music, you know, hanging out, getting to know you, building my audience, you know, getting ready to do good things. Um, anyway, I say all that to say that I've done a great many things. I feel like I'm somewhat successful at them all, but today I'm playing on a different level. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand, but you will soon. I'm going to stop stalling. Uh, what I want to get into briefly before we get into the album review proper is I want to take you all to Twitter and uh, watch this. I don't know if I'm going to get DMCA. It doesn't really matter. I'm not making money off of this. The video is going to get 200 views. Who the fuck cares? Um, and the Grammy goes to... <laughs> Leave the door open, sis. Woo! <laughs> right, I gotta, I gotta skip past this part because the song is definitely gonna be DMCA. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Come on, D. Listen, listen, listen. We are really trying our hardest to remain <laughs> humble at this point. Okay? <laughs> but in the industry, we call that a clean sweep. Woo! Lord! Oh my God, I'm sorry. We had, we had to start there, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, Silk Sonic. The duo uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars came together to create an album last year, uh, in November, I believe. Uh, an evening with Silk Sonic. Most of you have heard it if you're here uh, from me because I won't stop talking about it. Uh, it's nine songs. It's it's gonna be regarded as it's just. It was an instant classic when it dropped. 
It, don't get me started. Anyway, leave the door open. The one, the single, not even the out, the album, not even eligible for Grammys. The album not even eligible yet. They won not one, not two, not three, four Grammys off one song. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sorry. I had to get that out. I had to get that out. Y'all know, y'all know, if you, if you've been here since the beginning, if you've been here since Runaway Jukebox, you know, Malibu was a, was a paradigm shift for me. Malibu changed something in my soul. Something about Anderson Pack. Yes, Lord. I said, oh my God. Like, come on, my guy. Listen, if I call it, no, don't get me started. I'm not going to do this. Nick is not here. I'm not about to start reciting lyrics, but you understand, you understand that was a, that was a meteoric moment. Then we had no worries. And it was like, God damn, come on, knowledge. Come on, come on, APAC. Come on. Don't forget the dot, nigga. You paid for it. Listen, don't. Then I didn't realize at the time how hard I was sleeping on Bruno Mars. I saw 24K Magic. I saw I had a really good review on Pitchfork. I, I saw a lot of people talking about it everywhere when it came out on Twitter. I wasn't paying no attention to it. I wasn't trying to hear no Bruno Mars in 2016. Like, I like. I like Bruno Mars and I feel like everybody likes Bruno Mars, but am I going to go out of my way to listen to an album that I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, I see the album cover and I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. It's nothing. I hadn't heard any of the singles. I just, I was like, I'm not really, I'm not really crazy, but Christmas 2016, we went over to a friend's house out in the boonies in Georgia, went out to a friend's house and my, my, my homeboy, he's a, he's a doctor out in Miami. Shout out to Teo. If you watching, if you watching Mateo, love you, bro. Hope you're staying safe. Um, DJ Teo is what we affectionately call him because he'd be on the ones and twos. My guy put me, me, the master of millennial music on to Bruno Mars. He played 24K Magic, the song, and my life changed. <laughs> my life changed. I said, I'm a dangerous man with some money in my pocket. Keep up. Woo. So many pretty girls around me and they're waking up the girl. Don't. Y'all know how I feel about these albums. Y'all know how I feel. It's well documented. It's all over the place. I'm not about to get going. But the perfect, uh, the perfect fusion. When we heard word, <laughs> when we heard word on high from Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you saw it, the press release, when we heard that Anderson Pack of Ventura, Malibu, Oxnard, we don't give Oxnard enough credit because it had it had some weird songs on it. But anyway, it was a pretty decent album. And, and no worries. This this man who, like, in such a short amount of time, anything he touches, anything he features on is gold. Bruno Mars, 24K Magic. I mean, he created the best pop album of a generation. People will say that. People don't say it now because people are like, oh, you know, got to give it some time. Gotta Six, that, I, I remember when 24K Magic swept the Grammys and I was like, shit. Like, Look, that man <laughs> has tapped into something else. When they said they were forming a group and they dropped the song, boy, I wore that song out. <laughs> you better ask somebody, what you doing? Where you at? Me and Majestic Madness, shout out to Majestic Madness 15 if you're watching this right now. Um, she and I have started a Silk Sonic cover band called Sonic Silk because, I mean, this album is so good that they already got the songs in the karaoke. Three songs at the spot that we went to. They had Leave the Door Open, Smoking Out the Window, and Skate. And we did the first two. We did Leave the Door Open and Skate. 
Um, and it was amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the best time ever. These songs were made for karaoke. This, this album was made for summer. And when this, I want y'all, when this album sweeps the 2023 Grammys, album of the year, R&B album of the year, all of that shit. I don't want you, you heard it here first. I don't care what else come out. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what else come out. All right. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The album is it's, it's sweeping. It's cleaning the house. It's done. Pack it in. Nobody else is dropping albums. Don't worry about it. The door has remained open since the song dropped. Trazia has never spoken truer words in my chat. And that's why I fucks with you. Whew. Sorry, y'all. I had to. Y'all, you know, you know when I, I, I get into my I get into my moods and I got to I got to start going off. I, I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, what a time. What a time to be alive. I didn't even watch the Grammys. I heard a lot about some of the stuff that happened. Um, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan won some Grammys. She won two, right? She won two. Because that album is a slapper. I'm talking like even the deluxe edition. I, I listened to the deluxe edition uh, when it came out a couple months ago. Fire. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Hotels is so good. It's it's so good. Not only I'm definitely going to review it on this on this channel. I absolutely have to. Um, I haven't figured out exactly how because I want to invite a guest on to 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 review it with me. And I haven't figured out who she's going to be yet. Um, But it that is is that kind of album that like is not only of quality, but like. Is it's a body, it's a body of work. It's like that. It's, it's like an art piece in a way. It's, it's like a it's like a study. It's like a documentary, but also it's it's just it's ah, hotels are so good. I, I, I'm I'm excited to talk about that. It's going to be soon. I don't know when I told y'all I've been in my R&B bag lately. Um, also been listening to Candy Drip, running that into the ground. Definitely reviewing that soon. Probably next week. I already said it. Fuck it. All right. We're reviewing Candy Drip next week. It's happening. Candy Drip. Um, excited for that. <clears throat> excited for that um and yeah we'll figure it out appreciate you pulling up story brian appreciate you pulling up you made me go out and listen to anderson pack and i will forever appreciate you for that i'm saying i'm saying i'm look i'm not gonna say i'm responsible for your audience in the southeast but i'm just i'm just playing i'm just playing we can't we can't do all that we can't do all that <laughs> let's get into the album review proper uh I, I'm going to try to remember after this stream to go in and add uh, timestamps, but I probably won't. So we'll see. But uh, let's get into the album review proper. Today we are reviewing Earth Gang's album, Ghetto Gods, released on this date. Was it February 22nd? 2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-
going to let you know why this is like such a such a per, such a personal album for me on so many different levels. First of all, <clears throat> the album is fire. All right, let's just let's just start there at the top. The album is fire. I have probably listened to no album more this year that's come out this year than this. I have been running this album into the fucking ground every week that I think I'm getting ready to come on here and I'm a review. I listen to it twice that day. Listen to it twice today. <laughs> and I'm still not sick of the like it, it has a it has a really good flow to it. The these niggas are rapping their asses off. <laughs> on every single level like it's some songs here. i got i got multiple tabs pulled up here at the top so i can pull up certain lyrics that they say the first thing i'm gonna start with first thing i'm gonna start with and this is gonna help me get back on track because i'm gonna I'm a need i'm gonna need to uh we're gonna start with lyrics on the last song on the album run to featuring aria lennox we're gonna we're gonna skip down to the book of olu <clears throat> we're gonna come down to him uh reading me and reading us together. I'm going to read this for y'all, the people that are listening. I'm tired of niggas, tired of motherfuckers overachieving, scared of their greatness, wasting their breathing, spoiling blessings, pissing their chances down the drain, sitting on their hands and wondering why their situation ain't changed. Okay? Um, I needed that. I needed to hear that every time I hear that song. And to a certain degree, every time I hear an Earth Gang album, it's like it's like it's like a battery in my back. <laughs> like these these guys are are in they 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 are in their bag on this album. I feel like they they like their Dreamville run has been immaculate. Not that anything that came out before. Uh oh, are we back? <laughs> Who out there hating? What just happened? Are we back? Okay. Anyway. Um, looks like I, I lost I lost y'all for a second, but it looks like everything is fine now. Y'all let me know if you can see everything on, on my end. I can see y'all. Anyway, <clears throat> like I said, we're gonna we're gonna start there at the end because uh, I needed that read. And and sometimes I feel like we all need a good read. We're like he was he was preaching to me, and again he said, I'm tired of niggas underachieving, motherfuckers underachieving, scared of their greatness. I mean, he's literally Speaking to me, sometimes <clears throat> I like I've realized for a long time. I started therapy about a year ago, and I need to get back into it now that I'm back on a, a healthcare plan and I can afford it. Um, I started therapy about a year ago, and it, it's helped me to work through a lot of my trauma and get a lot of baggage out of the way, clear a lot of space for growth. And I feel that it definitely has. Like I feel like my life has got gotten a lot better in the last year than it has in any period of my life in a lot of different ways. Um, <clears throat> a lot of my relationships are strong. Anyway, I'm getting down to rabbit holes. Um, I've, I've gotten a lot of the bullshit out of my way. And I thought that it would propel me just, you know, like, okay, now I'm getting ready to be like the best version of myself. And like, I'm, I'm like going to be moving towards my best version of myself every day. But like, to tell you the truth, it's like a lurch through mud trying to like work to be better every day. Like it hurts to do real stuff in my mind. That should be simple shit. Like just taking care of myself or like doing things for my, for my future to be better. But anyway, like a lot of what I'm realizing is that like, I am just afraid to be great. Like there is no, for whatever reason, I'm just like, I know that I'm good at, you know, whether it's streaming, drawing, 
entertaining, all this other good stuff, but I just won't put all of it, all of myself into it. And sometimes you just need a nigga like Olu to check you in the second verse of this crazy ass song. Um, let's roll back around to the top of the album, ladies and gentlemen. The glow, two chains come in. I mean, it's, it's literally, it's, it sets the stage for a spooky ass album. This album got texture to it. This, and, and that's another thing I love about Earth Gang. I mean, from every single album that they drop has like, it feels like it, a world. <laughs> it, it, it feels like, you know, it feels lived in. Like with the DC Young Fly skits with him like being, you know, in, in, the, in the Uber or whatever, like making funny shit. Like he, and DC Young Fly's in this one too. Like it just, it feels like, like you're in the city. I don't, know, I don't really know how to explain it unless you're from here. Which again, brings me back to why I say this album is special. Um, not only is the album good, <laughs> but I, I feel like I can honestly say this. I don't think I've ever related to a rap album in my life more than this one. <laughs> I I am literally, I mean, when, when, when Olu, <laughs> when Olu said he got so many memories that he made on Cascade Road and Ghetto Gods, that's literally me. <laughs> like I grew up over there. Like we grew up in the same area. I was literally that kid. So like th everything that they're talking about from the culture that they describe from the way that they grew up in certain songs. Like we'll get to, we'll get to uh, Olu's power verse when we get to that song. Um, when we, when we talk about uh, specific areas, whether his, you know, we're talking about Campbell and Row, we're talking about Ben Hill. Like that's all me. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's, it's surreal. It's, it's like, it's a, it's a moment of, of pride and, and, and joy as like, being somebody from this city, like that can that can say that, like I kind of sort of knew one of these guys and like was in the same circle as a lot of them people and like grew up in the same conditions that they talked about in a way. Like, th and the fact that the music that comes from that place is so fucking good, it's just like ah, like it just I'm telling that's why I get so charged up talking about this. <laughs> like it's crazy, it's crazy to me. Um, so again, uh, if, if I seem like I'm, I'm waxing poetic about this album, if I seem like I'm, I'm being overzealous, it's personal for me. <laughs> it really is like, <laughs> uh, so forgive me again. And, and if you, if you, if you understand what I mean, you get me. If you don't, you're not meant to get it. It is what it is. <laughs> but, um, ghetto gods. I love that song. I mean, both of them bring a one verses. I love like the beat niggas, niggas, niggas fucking with me. You know, it's it's my jam, my jam. If if I could dance, I would I would scream Camelton Camelton and hit the dance, but I can't dance. <laughs> so unfortunately, I can't join them on that. Uh, Dio said my bias is on eleven, bro. My bias is on one hundred. <laughs> Just letting you know. If you came here for an unbiased review, you're not gonna get it. This is basically an advertisement. <laughs> Go listen to the album. They're on Dreamville's roster. If you went out to if you went out to Dreamville Fest and you saw them perform, you know it was really good. They were also featured on the on the uh, the, the D Day mixtape that dropped, the Gangsta Grills mixtape that dropped uh, right before the festival. So you got to check that out. Um, anyway, let's keep going down this uh, this track list. ghetto guys. I need a Billy, <laughs> a Billy. That song is silly. It's great. I can see it going up in the strip club, exactly where it belongs. Was not crazy about Future's verse, but he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He showed up, leaned out, 
cooled the song down a little bit and got the fuck up out of there. And then set up for one of the best songs on the album, probably the first showstopper in my opinion, Water Boys with uh, J.I.D. and J. Cole. Anytime Earth Gang and J.I.D. show up on a song together, it is a 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10 song. And that's like undisputed. That's just between every collaboration, between the Spillage Village collaborations, between J.I.D.'s albums, between Earth Gang's albums, mixtapes, everything. Whenever the three of them, I, I really wish that they would like come together and make like a whole album together as like a super group thing. Just one time. Just one time. <laughs> give us give us like uh, it can be like an EP. Like give us like six songs together. Just the all three. Featuring maybe a couple people in there. But like that y'all's the chemistry is is always a one i mean the beat on this album the beat on this song water boys bounces like the, the fucking the the kick is amazing the bounce it's got that little twang to it what's up man what's up man what's up gang what's up gang getting this money getting this money fucking this fame hey man, like it's this shit bounces most likely to succeed most likely to smoke weed again again eighth grade Bunch Middle School, class of 2006. If you're watching this right now, again, shout out to Zone 4. Shout out to class of 2003, Ficket. Shout out to class of 2006, Bunch. And shout out to class of 2010, Maze, even though I didn't graduate because I left. Okay? If you went to school with me in 2006, I don't have my yearbook. I need somebody to send me a picture of most likely to succeed. Because it's literally me. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. The way that these niggas are literally speaking to my soul, I'm like, come on, dog. Like, what is this? <laughs> like, what was this album made for me? Did y'all make this for me? Did you make this for us? Am I the only one feeling like this? I feel like I'm going to send this review to all my homies that I know still follow me. My boy Alvin, my boy Ben, Jay, all my, like Brandon, all, all of my homies that I know, like, still I keep up with on social media. I'm going to send this to them. I'm like, am I the only one that still that feels like this when they hear this? Because we all listen to the album and we all like you know root for him because like this shit is amazing but like like i said they're speaking to my soul <laughs> with this album and not only that it's just so good like the the way that like you know olu goes you know into from the chorus and he's just like i've been in the toys i've been in a jeep like and, and then just like the way like his sing songy verses them shits be popping the way but bitch i don't even want that shit like, <laughs> like it's the way that they say stuff and then what they're saying is hilarious, insightful, and well-delivered. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And then, like I said, J.I.D. come in, keeping with the theme, what up, Kenfo? What up, twin? You know what I'm saying? Like, all, all the little things. What's up? What's up, fam? You know, what's, what's up? You know, like, the way that we talk to folks, while the boys be in the streets. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Like the way that he keeps with the flow of of Olu's verse, sticks to the theme. Shit is amazing. <laughs> wow, great comes in. <laughs> Nigga been working. You know, comes in with his verse. What do he say? What do he say? <laughs> Nigga been stroking. Bitches been squirting. Flow flow pulling out the opposite of early. <laughs> Nigga been wiping up Dookie and burping. But like I'm making it I don't have I'm not a rapper so my delivery is trash you listen to the song you listen to the beat that shit is delivered so smooth and it's got like sound effects and shit behind it and it's like come on I'm talking like 
three back-to-back fire-ass verses. They smooth, but then, like, they start... And I'm talking, like, his his cadence is ridiculous. Like, he just started doing some crazy shit. And then J. Cole comes in, and, like, he keeps up, he keeps up with the song. Like, he changes, the, he, he changes it up a little bit. And, like, his, what was one of my favorite bars? He said, uh... <laughs> What do you say? Uh, please don't get it fucked up from this homeless aesthetic. <laughs> the way that he delivered that shit and like cut it for a second and let it breathe. Cole is getting like, I, I know like he ain't everybody's favorite rapper. He's not one of my favorite rappers, but like he is, in my opinion, getting consistently a little better. And like he, he it feels like he's been on, on like a nice little run for him in the last year or so. I feel like I got to give him some credit where it's due. Like shit is... It's pretty good verse. It's pretty good verse. He 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 bent, you know. It's I'm General Sal. How nigga is braided? Like he bent that up a little bit, and then he he had one other part where he said, uh, he said, "That's never gonna change." Like Santa Claus clothes, and I was like, I can't imagine how how many times they had to take that back because like Santa Claus clothes, Santa Claus clothes, Santa Claus clothes, Santa Claus clothes. Anyway, let me stop. This song is a fucking heat rock. Five out of five. One of my favorite songs on the album. I'm gonna say that a lot, but like this is for real. Like. Everybody got to listen to Water Boys. That shit is amazing. Shit is amazing. Okay. <clears throat> hey, boo. You know, that's the little skit with uh, DC Young Fly. Funny. Cute. Amen. Earth Gang. Music Soul Child. If you know me personally, and a lot of y'all don't know me like this, but I'm going to get into it. Get into it, yeah. Um, music Soul Child is one of my favorite artists, period. Uh, he defines so much of... Uh, the music that I enjoy now and like a lot of the stuff that I listen to and a lot of the artists that I listen to in the 2000s. My dad was like a huge music soul child fan. So like we bonded a lot through music and uh, I fell in love with him and listened to a lot of his music. And I, and, you know, as a, as a kid, as a teenager, like I thought I had an idea of what the hell he was talking about. I have no idea about, you know, none of the stuff he was talking about, but you know, I learned how to beatbox and the song I learned how to beatbox from was just friends, Sonny, which is the song that is sampled in this song. I don't know why I said that so slow. Um, came off of Music Soul Child's first album, I Just Want to Sing. And you can't search it. He, he liked to spell all his albums weird, so you can't search it the way it's spelled. Uh, just look up his first album. <laughs> so um, it's it's an amazing song. I love it. It's like a you know nice little spitting game song. Like, you know, I ain't trying to pressure you. Just trying to just can't stop thinking about you. You know what I'm talking about if you listen to it. Um, he sampled that. Then, uh, then they got Music Soul Child to show up on the song. And I feel like he delivered a pretty good verse. Like, I didn't expect it. I just, you know, when he came in and did, like, part of the chorus, I was like, okay, that's nice. They actually got him to show up. But then he actually kind of, like, spit a little spit a little R&B rap verse at the end. And I was like, hold on, man, you, you fit. This man, like, 45. He's still fitting. I mean, he's still punching with the youngest. I'm like, damn. I said, okay. Um, I, I love the music Soul Child seems to be getting his flowers a lot more lately. You know, he had his uh, he had that verses with Anthony Hamilton. Um, that I think uh, did pretty well. I watched. I watched some of it. I had a good time watching it. He was. He was trying to hit him with. The, he was like, oh, 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 he kept trying to like hit Anthony Hamilton with the runs, and that shit was hilarious. But um, yeah, I just I appreciate the like between you know this song, Amen, um, the the Lucky Day song, which we'll talk about next week. <laughs> Getting you know people are 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 seeming to come back around. You know, Music Soul Child is like, oh yeah, that's right. Look, the first three four albums. Couldn't tell that man nothing. But like I said, we'll get into that another day. Um, All eyes on me. I want all my niggas free. 
Do I got that one pulled up? Nope. Yeah, I do. Um, cause this this song grew on me over time. I wasn't crazy about it when I first heard it. Um, I was like, man, the beat is a little simple. But like the more I listen to it and like the lyrical content on this one is like I love it. it speaks right to my soul. Again, it speaks right to my soul, especially Dot's verse. Like from top to bottom. Mama, I ain't made it to you. Quit your nine to five. Like, I, 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 t- I know I told y'all me and my mom not talking no more. But like, this is why I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to push myself to work harder because like, I'm trying to get people out of the jams that they in. Like, I'm trying to make it so people's backs ain't against the wall. Like, a lot of us ain't. I, what was it? I think it was Saba that said in, in one of his songs on his new album that like every every nigga with money got like ten people behind him to feed. Um, and it's it's very true in that way. Uh, what'd he say? He said, he said, uh, he really been in the field since Ben Hill. I was terrible at playing baseball, basketball, especially basketball. Um, and I think I tried out for football and I just, it didn't really work out. Uh, but I played them all at Ben Hill rec. I grew up at Ben Hill rec. Um, I haven't been back in a long time and I kind of feel bad about that, but, um, yeah, I grew up there. So like, again, it's, it's personal for all these different all these different levels, but like a lot of the stuff he's talking about, like just trying to outwork, you know, just trying to work hard. He got a family to feed, you know, a lot, a lot of the stuff that, 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 I mean, every rapper talks about, but it's just the way that the man is saying it. And the way that I know <laughs> that like, I feel it in my soul. I'm like, look, all right, I'm feeling it. So, so the song grew on me with time. Uh, the next song lie to me did not have to grow on me. That shit is fire. Like it is, low key it's it's a it's a low key burner but like it is look when you figure out what you need girl let it get back to me like they they like they they be singing and they be singing well like both of them have really especially Olu I feel like Olu is like he is crooning on this album in like a in like a smino way <laughs> and I, and I, and I fucks with it I'm like more of that yes I like him and JID cuz JID be singing his ass off too I know I know he can rap his ass off but like let that man sing some more. Um, I love it. I love it. Like, Lie to Me is is another banger for me. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The Black Pearls, I, I'm i still kind of, like, on the fence on that one. I don't I don't not like it because it does get me hype. Shout it. Got a new body. Ooh, ooh. And I can see being in the right, in the right setting. That shit going to bang. But uh, not, not one of my favorites, to be honest. Uh, American Horror Story. I'm glad I, I waited to, cause like, I know this was the first single that came out. I'm glad I waited to listen to it when the album came out. Like this is another one of them songs. that's just like these, these dudes are taking their craft to a different level. Like they really, they really trying to, they really trying to talk to some folks. Like they really, <laughs> they really got some shit to say. They really, they really understand what they going after, who they trying to talk to. And they are like laser focused on making sure that they, Speak loud and clear. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> this, this album is great. This song, amazing. It's about five minutes long. It uses all the, just the atmosphere of the song. It, listen to it. Listen to it. American Horror Story. Black folks here. 400 years. Ice in my veins. Ice in my ears. Woo! Power. Power. Earth Gang, CeeLo Green, and uh, spoilers, Nick Cannon. 
like wild great comes out the gate like it's just the, the beat is literally sinister like the shit sound evil my man's talking look we, we don't want fame we want power i'm tired of seeing people die like what, what did he say at the end he said uh he said too many niggas dead and gone when they just got on i mean like we you know how much y'all know how much i've been through in the last few years with all the grief in my life i lost a lot of people and i'm getting upset that like a lot of the people especially the men in my life seem to be expiring right when they seem to be on the on like on the turn of kind of figuring something out or turning things around that's just how i see things because of course we all want people to stay here forever but anyway um this shit still hurts <laughs> you know you just see it happen um fucking olu's verse <laughs> is sinister put down your god and pick up your bible put down your picket signs and pick up your rifle like it's, it's he I, it, it sounds like evil and then again like this this part of his of his verse as a child i was miseducated i grew up praising power guns drugs misogynation <laughs> fire inside blazing constantly waking me and my demons engaging in conversation of how we finna get paid like just this this part specifically <laughs> is just like come on man like how my man is just like people people are like self-aware enough to just understand like okay yeah we, we we talk about the money to close the hose and everything like that and like i grew up in a in a in a place where like it was not it wasn't cool to be soft it wasn't cool to be me and when i say when i say soft i don't i, I mean like it was not cool to 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 feel <laughs> to 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 show empathy to show you know what i mean like to to have loving relationships with like i i had i had like i could count them on one hand the guys i could count them on two three fingers <laughs> how many like deep relationships i had with men with boys i guess in my life when I was growing up, because that's just not what, and, and, and when you did, when you, when you was like that cool, you had to be that cool, like at their house or like at your house at school, you had to be totally different. You know what I mean? Like, so I, like I had best friends that like were assholes to me at times. <laughs> like and I had to call them out in private and then we had to have a, had a little conversation, but like, that's just you. And, and again, to, to have them just like talk about it, it's, it speaks to my soul. We was in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Anyway, they're literally speaking to my experience. Like, ugh. I love it. Fuck CEOs taking your shows and firing you at night like Nick. That's a cannon blast. All right, like that's first, like the delivery, a bar, and then Nick Cannon comes in on the song. <laughs> and I was like, hold up. I was like, hold up. And CeeLo Green comes through, delivers a verse. Whether I, whether I do you into or not. And he just, you know, yells at you the whole time. And you feel it. You feel it if you feel it. A lot of these motherfuckers be all plugs with no power. CeeLo Green really been out here, man. The man been making music for like 40 years. It's just dumb. Like this, they got, they got 2 chains, Future, CeeLo, J.I.D. Bless you. 
Sorry, I can hear my wife sneezing. Um, you know, this it's Atlanta as fuck. Like it's just, and again, this out this this song rocks. Like it, it's it's so good. It's so good. Um, anyway, uh, the Zaza, silly little skit. Smoke some nice little chill song. You can smoke too. Has a has a very long outro for some reason. Like it's like twenty seconds of silence on that song. Um, anyway. Strong Friends was is is probably my least favorite song on the album, and it's not for the message. I love the music video just came out last week. It's not the message is beautiful. I love it. They singing. I love what they talking about. I just something that, like the the something about the beat just does not do it for me. Um, I want to love that song more because again, it's, it's a beautiful song with a beautiful message, but not my cup of tea. But again, the final song on the album, Run to is another one of them ones. It's just like they. They end it on such a good rep. It's just like, holy shit. Like, they, how did, how do y'all still rap this? It's 17 songs. And they went, like, the album is almost an hour. And y'all know I don't like long albums. I don't like, my, my attention span lately has been, the, the beautiful pocket has been somewhere between 35 and 45 minutes. And 45 is kind of stretching it at this point. Um, but this album, like, it justifies it all. I mean, I, the, the, like I said, the, the interludes, uh, you know, Danny, my wife, she hates interludes. I love interludes as long as they're not like tacked on to the beginning and the end of a song. Like I'd rather have you, you know, you cut them out because like they, they just they add to the texture of a sound. And like this is just some old Atlanta shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I know they don't like a lot of people. The first place that they go with it, I mean, because they're a duo from Atlanta, the first place they go with it is Outcast. But like this is this is earned at this point. This is like earned and deserved. Like that's not a that's not a crazy comparison at this point. It really hasn't been for a long time. Like I said, they. Their quality has been on this level, but like they, they, they like the production is going up. Their verses, like they are rapping their asses off. They are singing their asses off. They got like the the right vibe, and and they are coming out with these albums at the right time. Like this this album is amazing <laughs> to me. And again, everybody, there are people that may have heard it. They may not feel that way. There are people that are gonna hear it and be like, "Damn, man!" Like I don't. But this this one, like I feel it. I feel it in my soul. <laughs> and and I think I mean I think that's just what good music is supposed to do. I feel like you you're supposed to feel music is supposed to make you feel something. And this this album makes me feel everything. <laughs> like it, it mainly just immense joy. I'm just I'm I'm very just happy that that the album is this good that they've they've built such a following. It's not just like it's not some shit that like you send to your friends, like they got a song on SoundCloud and you just send it to them like in a text message. Like it's people are playing this when I'm riding up the street. You know what I mean? If I got my window down and I'm passing by somebody, people are playing water boys. Like I go to the park and I'm playing, um, I'm playing ghetto gods on the speaker and people like when I, when I stop somewhere to like wait for track, people are asking me like what I'm playing. You know what I mean? Like it's, that like it brings me so much joy <laughs> that this is that this is working like that this is and it's so good and that other people are enjoying it and that they come from where I'm from that's just these guys are hometown heroes you know my man my man Olu said uh most likely put the city on my back it ain't heavy and and, and that's what they doing that's what they doing anyway Earth Gang, Ghetto Gods, if that's not enough to convince you to at least check it out, and I see a lot of people in the chat saying, yeah, we'll definitely give it a shot. Um, I don't know what to tell you, but 
Listen to the album. Shit is crazy. All right. <laughs> Let us, uh, before my internet explodes again, because it looked like it happened twice for some reason. Uh, don't know what's going on there. So before my internet explodes for the third time, let's look at this interview with Donald Glover. Where he interviews himself for some reason. Um, I read this in VR on my Oculus. And I was kind of high, so I don't remember most of it. Um, I do remember him mentioning Tangelo's a lot. Tangelo's? I'm uncultured, so I don't What is that? A tangerine mixed with something else? Um, anyway, and, 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 and he's, for those that don't know, um, I guess Interview Magazine is, is a magazine where, where interview interviews happen between celebrities. And uh, for Donald Glover's interview, he decided to interview himself. Um, somebody else wrote the intro. Donald Glover is a man of many personas, phases, eras, iterations, Derek Comedy, 30 Rock, uh, Lando Calrissian, Childish Gambino, so on and so on. Somebody, Adam Ray. Um, and then from there, Donald Glover proceeds to interview himself. Uh, where are we right now on my farm so on and so on and so forth it's a very lengthy interview they talk about i'm sorry <laughs> he talks about a great many things there are uh nice pictures in here to be honest i like that shirt i don't know if i'm supposed to like that shirt but i like the colors on that shirt um he's not naked in there um you know there's some some interesting pictures owls owls anyway um, the, the part of the, first of all, this, I mean, this, this entire, uh, this entire interview, the, the fact that the man interviewed himself and like has this, this goofy yet like, <laughs> I don't know, like this weird, it's, it's got this weird tone to it <laughs> in a lot of different places. But the thing that I saw, uh, most people, kind of zoom in on. I, I encourage you to read it all for yourself because I, I do think it is interesting. It is, it is fucking weird. Let's start there first. It's weird. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. But there's, there's, there's a part in it here where, again, he's interviewing himself where he says, I'm going to scroll and find it. This is, like I said, this is the part where, here we go. Um, so it started, it started talking about Malcolm X and he got into Dr. Umar, uh, and it links to the, the footage that he, he says something about him, um, talking about marriage is political act. Here we go. Uh, this is the part that, that started circulating on social media. Are you afraid? Are you afraid of black women? Why are you asking me that? I feel like your relationship to them has played a big part in your narrative. I feel like you're using my, I feel like you're using black women. I'm sorry. I need to, I'm going to read this. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to go. Donald one, Donald two for everybody that's listening at home. Cause I feel like, I mean, everybody's not going to be looking at the screen here. Donald one. Are you afraid of black women? Donald two. Why are you asking me that? Donald one. I feel like your relationship to them has played a big part in your narrative. Donald two. I feel like you're using black women to question my blackness. Donald one. All right. Are you going to teach your kids how to be black? Donald two laughs. Well, yeah. Should someone else like it just, Why ask yourself that question in an interview with yourself, knowing what your track record is (laughs) 
talking about black women and portraying them in your shows and in your movies and in your music and like why open this pandora's box like when everything you're in the middle of like your show is back after four years everybody is hungry for it everybody is talking about it good or bad for good or bad reasons everybody is talking about it like you're on top of the world still right now and and why do this (laughs) that's like if the answer and i mean just lowest common denominator like lowest hanging fruit if the answer is because everybody's talking about it now because i'm talking about it hooray you did it you trolled us again (laughs) good job donald you did it (laughs) you got us talking about you but like we already were your show's on you're tweeting again you never tweet why do this why say this it's just it it again it opens like it it reminds when whenever he puts his foot in his mouth like this and again it's this isn't somebody else interviewing him this is him interviewing himself whenever he does this it it resurfaces and reminds everybody that like oh this man is not just the guy who put together you know this great show on fx he's not the he's not just the this is america guy he's the asian girls everywhere you see la you know like white girls black girls like that that y'all like he's that guy he's the one that people like criticize the way that he writes the women in his shows because they're always angry or bitter or like nagging and like all the or, or just they, they're not real full characters i'm honestly all of this aside, I'm really excited. I'm not going to do a whole lot of spoilers for season three of Atlanta, but I'm really excited to see what happens with Van's character. I like what they're doing with her in season three. It feels like they're trying to make her a more fleshed out character, and I want to see what that looks like. Um, but beside that, he does have a very bad like uh, record of just kind of like stereotyping or just like making, just showing the worst. Not to say that like the women that he portrays in his media don't exist out there, because again, like, we're multifaceted. I feel like, I mean, we should have room to be portrayed as good, bad in between, but like, it just doesn't seem like he makes a whole lot of room for like the third dimension of some of his characters. And like a lot of this, whenever he does shit like this, (laughs) the, the, the conversation goes back to that. It goes all the way back. Even if he has grown past camp and how cringy again, I I remind y'all all the time about how cringy that album is. And, and honestly was back then, but we all didn't see it <laughs> because we didn't know. We just thought that's where he was. But again, I tell you all all the time, every time Childish Gambino dropped a new album, the ones before it got worse up to a certain point. Um, and that's what happened. I, that's, that's why I'm always talking shit about camp all the time. But anyway, I just I just don't understand why he did this at all. It's very frustrating. Um, I feel like a lot of his critics have a point. Like I was like like most stands. Uh, you know, we're young, we're blind to this kind of stuff. We don't care. I mean, I know a lot of women that I know a lot of black women specifically that are huge childish Gambino stands. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I think we should all be allowed to be more critical about the artists that we that we love. I feel like, you know, stannery isn't just the the way that we treat it isn't just you know not being critical. I'm not I'm not like interested in being like a bee or a barb or any other like rabbit fan. But you know, Tory Lanez people that are still like he's innocent. You know what I mean? Like I I just I don't want to be that kind of fan of anybody ever where you can't just be like all right man like i love what you do for the most part but that's just a little weird (laughs) like what are you doing what are you talking about um and yeah i do i do honestly wish that he would uh i don't know clean this up (laughs) i just i just don't get it but anyway like i said 
it could just all be an elaborate troll. We're all just sitting here talking about it, or at least I am. Um, and it is what it is. Anyway, uh, it looks like my connection may have crapped out on me again or is getting ready to. So I'm going to uh, wrap up pretty soon. I ain't going to keep you all for too much longer. I want to read in the in the messages here. Let me catch up on everything. What's up, man? What's up, gang? They shouldn't have switched the beat on Future's Verse, in my opinion. We're talking about Billy. Brian, you're not wrong. No, I'm just... <laughs> Earth Gang always has excellent intro tracks on their albums. I mean, I love it. I'm saying Malibu is a slap. Talk about it, Kang. You hear me, Trazzy. You hear me. Um, let's see. I gotta give the album a listen. I slept hard on it. That's on me. Yeah, that's on me. Look, look, I'm I'm here to wake y'all up again. I'm here to wake you up now. No pyramid scheme necessary. All right. That's on MLM. Story Style says uh, a Tangelo is an old citrus in the citrus family. That's what I'm talking about. They also said, I'm not from where you're from, but this is still good. Well, I'm glad you agree. I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get other people to understand where I'm coming from. Coming from where I'm from. I'm from. Trazzy said he did this solely to antagonize people. Talking about Childish Gambino's article. I think he should address the issue at hand, but I'd be lying if I didn't admit that I love this. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I would have found this funnier, like, I don't know, like eight years ago. Maybe I'm just getting, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm washed at this point. You know, I'm on the other end of 30 now, so I'm washed. I'm just like, hey, man, clean it up. <laughs> let, let's let people focus on the work. Stop saying dumb shit. <laughs> let's focus on the work. Timeless. Anyway. Anyway, um, subtle flex saying you read it on your Oculus. I'm just saying, man, I got people in my life that love me. Shout out to my wife. Bought me the Oculus for my birthday. I love it. I absolutely love it. Dio said, I would have found this funny if this was the Internet era comedy. I mean, that's <laughs> like, you know, back in the Derek comedy days, I probably would have found that fucking hilarious. Um, but that's not where I'm at anymore. <laughs> just you know uh my man said because the internet is uh raps okay computer and um i'm not sure i know what he meant by that but i love the i love the hubris behind it i think what do he say about zendaya he said uh she should leave uh whoever he's with and come to death row <laughs> i was like what the fuck and like i say he just kept mentioning tangelos and farming i think he's trying to be on his uh on his weirdo Kanye shit. And I'm kind of living for it, but I'm also like, dude, please stop saying dumb shit to yourself, please. Please, I beg of you. You can end your music career. You can end the show on a high note. You're working on a new show on, um, what, Amazon, I think? Working on a new show, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yep. You know, interesting stuff, interesting guy. Sometimes says some dumb shit. He was just on the shop. He was just on the shop with, uh, with LeBron and, uh, Quinta and I enjoyed that episode. Jay Balvin, I enjoyed that episode. It's uh, I think I think it's still up for free on uh, YouTube. Y'all should definitely check that out. Anyway, let me uh check Twitter real quick and see if anybody had any questions. Uh, Story Style asked me what my favorite feature was on the Earth Gang project. My favorite feature. 
was either JID on Waterboys or Ari Linux on Run2. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed them both. But if I had to choose one, Ari Linux. <laughs> where's the where's the album? J. Cole, where is the album? Stop playing with me. Alright? Leave leave the leave the holding everybody's album back shit. Leave that to TDE. Y'all keep capitalizing. You got your festivals. You drop my albums every few months, every year. Stay on it. You're running the game right now. Can't nobody dispute it. Nobody can dispute it. <laughs> Stay that way. Anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. Um, there's so much in the interview that I'm a fan of. However, his foot is firmly in his mouth. By the way, how is it enjoying the Zuckening? Yeah, I, I, I love it. I can't lie. I've been, uh, you know, I started out playing, you know, I saw Donkey playing VR chat, the little silly one where you can be like any character or whatever. And I started, I started out playing that one first, but it started making me a little nauseous. So uh, I, I, I didn't know that, um, I didn't know that, uh, that Meta has, or Facebook has their own, basically their VR, the horizon thing. So I made my own little avatar and stuff and I'll be hanging around and I'll be, you know, playing basketball and talking to people. It's very fun. It's very nice. Um, I enjoy the beat saber. I'd be like, like I said, I do want to play beat saber on stream. I feel like I can do that without making y'all sick, but I feel like playing fruit ninja will make y'all throw up. We can try. Um, but I ain't gonna do all that. Anyway, uh, I'm supposed to be wrapping up here, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. I appreciate y'all coming back for another episode of Jukebox 2. Thank you for showing up. I'm not going to hit that button as many times during the next episode, I promise. Next week, I will be reviewing Candy Drip. I may have a guest. I know of a few people that, that want to review this or talk about this with me. Um, so I will let y'all know, but I will be back next Monday for another episode of Jukebox 2. Until then, I want y'all to take care of yourselves, drink some water, do something that makes you uh, happy today. Just find joy, chase that joy, whatever makes you happy. Do that shit! As Tyler, the Creator, once said, and call me if you get lost, the album. Um, you can find me everywhere, J-A-Y Burritos. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. That's where I'm at most of the time. Uh, you can find me here on YouTube, and you can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash jburritos. I will catch y'all next week. I appreciate y'all being here. Have a great night.